But I think the pause allows us an opportunity to tap into something called inspired action, where we're not doing it because we need to, but we want to. Namaste and welcome. I'm Bettina Blumenthal, and you're listening to the Soul Compass Podcast, the place for creative minds and soulpreneurs just like yourself to find your inner calm and deepen your self-discovery journey. You'll learn practical tips from experts and get inspired to enhance your mental and emotional well-being. Turn off your notifications, put your phone on airplane mode for this episode. It's time to focus and renew your commitment to yourself. take a wild guess that you landed on this episode today because you, my friend, are a procrastinator. Well, you're not alone in that. So I'm sure you know exactly what it feels like to procrastinate. You have a task at hand, a person to call, a job that needs doing. There are times you simply just don't feel like doing it. You know it's not productive to procrastinate. You probably feel like you should be disciplined and steward your time wisely, yet knowing that doesn't seem to make it any easier. The situation can often feel worse because now on top of the task not getting done, you now feel guilty, unmotivated, and like there's something wrong with you. So what if there's another way to look at it? What if procrastination wasn't the foe you framed it up to be, but actually a friend trying to tell you something? You can certainly learn the discipline of pushing through tiredness, fighting resistance within yourself to get the job done, no matter how painful and arduous it is. But is that really how you want to live? Wouldn't you prefer to live from a place of freedom and understanding of yourself so that you can approach your responsibilities with a lot more inspiration? If that's you, then procrastination really needs to start becoming your BFF. When you learn to listen to procrastination, you discover that it's simply an indicator that something inside you is not ready. Who would have thought? Our guest today, Jamie Lerner, is really going to enlighten us why that is. Jamie is the co-author of the book, The Ever-Loving Essence of You. Her unique and masterful ability to reframe even the most difficult situations is astounding. In this episode, Jamie shares the three things that procrastination is trying to tell you and how you can actually work alongside procrastination instead of resist it, instead of against it, to do the things you truly want to do. And it is my hope that this episode inspires you and equips you with the tools you need to self-align and truly connect with your soul. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us on the Soul Compass podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. We're so lucky to have you here, and I'm super excited to dive into the topic of three things procrastination is trying to tell you. But before we dive into that, Jamie, what is the one thing you constantly procrastinate doing? So I have to say, because I have embraced procrastination as my best friend, I no longer procrastinate. And that's why these little interesting uh, opportunities that arise out of procrastination are helpful. 
Amazing. Okay, so before it became your best friend, was there something that you procrastinated doing? I think all around everything because I didn't understand the relationship that I was having between how I was feeling and the task at hand. Okay, so interesting. So for me, and you know, I've been trying to tackle this one thing that I've been I procrastinated almost my whole life, but especially in my adult life, which was getting my finances in order. And if my dad listens, if my if my accountant is listening, they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yep, Bettina, that's right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, But and it, it changed my world when I started actually you know, doing the things that I didn't like. I'm a creative, uh, obviously being more creative, designing, coming up with new ideas was my cup of tea. I, I loved, that's like where I got like my life force energy running through me. But it was when I started tackling those not so fun tasks that my life actually started to change. This is why I'm so excited to dive into this topic. Jamie, we're just going to get into it. Why don't you take the lead here and tell us? The thing that's so interesting about what you just said is that what you are so passionate about is inspiration. You are inspired creatively and that kind of is what fuels you. And when we can approach any task from a place of inspiration, then I think that the task becomes really fun and enjoyable. What happens is that procrastination is our friend because when we are in a a mode of resistance, we are reminded that we are not in a good place to do that task, no matter what it is, even if we have a deadline, because Any action that isn't inspired action, it just doesn't turn out well. It doesn't turn out well for ourselves or for another. When we are procrastinating and we can pause, embrace that kind of like a little reminder that we're just not ready to do it, whatever it is, and we give ourselves permission to not do it, then I think we already feel better about eventually doing it. So we're kind of like letting ourselves off the hook in the moment and giving ourselves an opportunity to come into alignment where our thoughts and our feelings are one around the task at hand. So it's very easy, especially when you have a deadline, if you can allow yourself to give yourself a pass, to just say, okay, I I know I need to do this, And right now, I'm just not in a good place to do it. So I'm going to walk away from it. The minute you walk away, there is a part of you that will want to come back around to it. But I think the pause allows us an opportunity to tap into something called inspired action, where we're not doing it because we need to, but we want to, because we don't have to. So that is, I think, an important way for us to approach anything that we are needing to do for ourselves. And even if it's paying bills every month, everyone waits till the first of the month to pay their bills or the last month. And they're so resentful about it. They're so anxious about it. They're so unhappy about it. So if we were to pause 
and create a different relationship with our feelings around paying bills and pay bills from a place of appreciation of the services that we used, then I think we would feel inspired to write the check. Love that. And it's almost like looking at whatever that task is, is you do have a choice. You do have the choice of not doing it or doing it is kind of what you're saying. Yes. And it always goes back to which feels better. And in the moment, which feels better? Does it feel better to do it or not to do it? And if it feels better not to do it, don't do it. Because the outcome is not going to be successful in any way. I can almost hear my listeners being like, but I, if I have that deadline or if I don't do this for my client or whoever it is, they're going to dump me or fire me as a client or as a, a service provider. What would you say to someone who has that objection? I think it's interesting that we use our clients as an excuse not to come into alignment with ourselves. I think that we use work is an avoidance to address ourselves. And we have all kinds of excuses why we're not going to address ourselves. But I think that if we do, and when we do address ourselves in such a way that we can come into alignment with ourselves around everything, it feels so much better to us and to the client that we're serving. Any client you are serving and feeling resentment about or not feeling like this is something you even want to be doing, they can feel it. You know, you can feel when someone is not offering themselves up with demands unconditionally. And that doesn't feel good either. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's confusing for a client. I believe that everything that we do, the lens through which we see and experience everything, is a reflection of the relationship moment to moment that we're having with ourselves. I love that. So high level. What are the three things that procrastination is really telling us? That in the moment we're not connected to ourselves, which is fine. We don't need to be connected every moment. But the reminder allows us to set everything aside so that we can reconnect with ourselves and make a choice, whatever that choice is going to be. I think it's also a reminder to us that we need to forgive ourselves in a moment that we're just not feeling inspired. Like, that's okay. And we also need to forgive others in a moment when they're not feeling inspired to do something for us. Ideally, though, I think that when you embrace procrastination as your greatest friend, I think it really allows you to tap into inspiration and flow from moment to moment doing every single thing in your life with joy. Yeah, because when you're coming from this place of resistance, and I don't know if you even have any tactics or tools when you're feeling that resistance, what would you recommend or what would you do yourself um, in that moment of resistance? You know, I think the resistance feels like we're bracing against something, you know, that we're blocking ourselves against something, and we all feel that. And I think that that's a reminder to take a breath. You know, we tend in that moment to look outside of ourselves for someone or something to blame. That's not what's going on at all. You know, it's us not allowing ourselves to be where we are with ourselves. So that is a, a lovely, gentle reminder to ourselves about ourselves. And if we can approach it in a loving and curious way, 
think it allows the moment to pass and then we get to make a choice for the next moment. Yeah. And you know, it's been really helpful for me because I can feel it in my body when I'm resisting. It's like the whole front of my chest is like fighting against a wall. Like that's literally what it feels like. Like everything's pressing to the surface. And one thing that has helped me in recognizing that is just stopping and taking a pause and just like becoming familiar with those bodily sensations. That was like a step towards getting in touch with myself again. So I I love that. It's the more I became friends or more familiar with the resistance or the procrastination in my physical body was when I could start actually just like releasing it and and letting it go. That feels so much better. The other thing is to give yourself permission to say to someone, let me think about that and get back to you. We don't need to have the instant response to say yes to everything or to no to everything. We can actually ask for some time to think about it and get back to somebody. And I think people really appreciate that. Only people who are the yes people who say yes to everything, but they don't really mean yes. And when they end up doing what they said yes to, it doesn't feel good to them and it doesn't feel good to us to be with them. So, you know, I, I think it's best to just give yourself a moment to really like visit, revisit, and then get back to someone with it's not a genuine response about if you're feeling good about doing something or not feeling good about doing something. Yeah, and it almost creates more of like a trusting, safe environment for everyone. Yeah, lots of good things about procrastination. I love it. Jamie, you are so full of wisdom, and I don't think that this is the end of my listeners wanting to follow and hear more about what you're doing and what you're sharing in this world. What are you working on right now that these solopreneurs might really dig. I have a new service called the Quickie, and it's a lovely texting option. So people purchase a package of time, and then they text with me their question. And it's so interesting. As they're texting their question, often they're answering their own question for themselves. But they're using me as kind of conduit to tap back into themselves. And it's a really nice way for people to also have this ongoing kind of transcript of the question they ask, my answer, then their next question, and their own ability to then see that they actually already knew the answer to their own question. So, so often we do know for ourselves, but we don't know how or why. So this also reinforces that you can trust yourself, you're your own greatest resource, There's so many good things that come out of that texting interaction, I think. That's a really cool service. And it's so nice. You know, I have a texting relationship with one of my mentors. And it's so nice to have almost the transcript, seeing where your thoughts were. So cool, really cool service. I love that. Thank you. And where can they find you? I'm at www.jamie-lerner.com. Amazing. We will also link that in the show notes so people can check you out. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your special gifts with us. 
Okay, that's it for this week's episode. To stay inspired in between our episodes, you can head on over to Instagram and follow us at Your Soul Compass and at Wonderful Soul. For free meditations and mindfulness guides, you can head over to WonderfulSoul.com. And please don't forget to hit subscribe in your podcast player so you never miss an episode. And please, 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 if this content delighted you, leave us a note telling us on iTunes. I read every one of these personally, and your feedback really helps me grow the show and produce the type of content you find valuable. Thank you, you beautiful soul, for dedicating time to your self-discovery journey. Not only are you contributing to your own mental and emotional well-being, but you are contributing to a healthier, more harmonious world and raising the consciousness of our planet. You are amazing and beautiful just the way you are. Thank you for being part of our journey and thank you for letting us become part of yours.